Hello, traders and friends. Welcome to the Are You Green podcast. Today is Tuesday, December 29th, and less than an hour after the opening bell, we did see the market dip today. Since yesterday, we saw record highs. I was not surprised by this dip at all. The S&P 500 was at a previous close of 372.14. It's now around 371. Is the S&P 500 green? No, it's not. It is red. Although a lot of the tickers are now gaining some steam going into the close. So that might rally as we uh, close into the market, which is about 10 minutes. So we'll see. It's part of the excitement of the stock market. The XLK is the technology sector indicator from the S&P 500. The previous close was 130.52. It's now around 129.86 is the XLK technology sector green? No, it is red as well. And for those of you who listen to the podcast daily, you know that yesterday I was red, even though the market was hitting all-time highs. So now the question everybody wants to know, are you green? Yes, I am green on my personal accounts. A lot of that does have to do with Intel, and we'll go into that story after the break, as well as looking at where the country is on the road to vaccine distribution, and then talking about my holdings with AMD and a new swing trade with Phantom Pharmaceuticals. That ticker is PHAT. So stay tuned, and we'll cover all of that in just a moment. Today, disappointing news came to light from Operation Warp Speed. The national efforts around the COVID-19 vaccine distribution in America is falling very short of their goal for vaccines right out the opening of the gates. Only 2 million vaccines have been given at this point, and they said that they were expecting around 20 million by the end of the month. It's pretty obvious that they're going to miss that goal right there. If vaccine distribution continues at this rate, it's gonna take almost 10 years to vaccinate enough Americans to really beat this disease. Currently, they are not even saying what they are going to do to ramp up the vaccine distribution. Um, we do know that there are over 11 million vaccines out there distributed that just have not been taken. So who knows uh, what is going to happen with this vaccination process. We'll continue to update um, on the vaccine distribution and this progress because it is very tied to the economy as once everyone is vaccinated or a large majority is vaccinated, the economy can really open back up across the United States. So we'll stay tuned. It sounds like right now they, there is a lot of blame being placed on the time of year, saying that it's you know crisp because of Christmas and the holidays coming up, and that's why distribution is slow, but only time will tell.
Our last news story for today is around Intel. This news explains why I do not trade based on the news and instead I trade based on the charts because you never know how the market is going to react to news, whether the news is good or bad. So what happens? Third point, which is a huge hedge fund that's run by Dan Loeb, not only is he a fantastic investor, but he is also a big philanthropist. So I'm a big fan of his. He is also very honest. He's been known to address companies directly and he's also very transparent and that's why we have this news and this letter in the first place. So he has urged Intel to look at other strategic options. Basically, he called them out that they are losing this chip race and that other competitors such as AMD have been really able to run over Intel. So he, you know, was very direct in saying that without immediate change at Intel, we fear that America's access to leading edge semiconductor supply will erode, forcing the US to rely more heavily on geopolitically unstable East Asia to power everything from PCs to data centers to critical infrastructure and more. That is so strong and it's shocking, again, that he just put this out there uh, to the public. And it's also shocking that this note made the Intel stock jump up. However, he does own a fair amount of the stock. It looks like it's a $1 billion stake in Intel. And if these matters are not addressed, he will consider looking at options to replace a board member in 2021. However, Intel did respond saying that they appreciate his concerns and they're open to his ideas. And it's obvious that these uh, two entities will have a lot to discuss offline. It's just interesting that this news that I would normally think of as bad news actually made the stock jump up. Perhaps that is because people are thinking that the company will work with him and that this can you know, put pressure on Intel to create change. So we'll see. Uh, Intel in 2020, besides this rally, even taking this into consideration, it's still down 18%, and AMD is up like 96%. So that's you know uh, an idea of what the market has been in 2020. There is obviously room for both of those tickers to grow, as I spoke about before. However, I did go ahead and sell my Intel stock today because it had that that huge jump up to 5% and I did want to go ahead and cash out so I can invest in other tickers, especially since for those of you who really listen to the podcast, you know that I'm holding a lot of swing trades right now. So this opportunity came up and I went ahead and sold. So my original average on Intel was 47.55. I had buy levels at 45.33 and that moved my average down to 46.44. I sold today for an average of 49.34 and that was a 2.9 gain. So really happy about that gain. 
I was originally holding Intel to sell around 51 and I still think that it will get there but again I did want to go ahead and get my cash out so that I can engage in other swing trades so I'll take it and with that we can just dive a little bit more into my personal accounts. Since we just talked about Intel, let's look at AMD. This is a swing trade that I am holding. My average is 92.37. It's a little bit higher than I would like, and um, I am just kind of watching this play out. I did originally have buy levels down at 89, but I didn't have the cash to actually place those orders because I am holding so so much right now so it that's another reason why I went ahead and sold Intel today so that I could free up that capital so I will go ahead now and place a buy order around at 9045 I expect that to be filled tomorrow my first targets with AMD are up at 94 I definitely won't sell it for anything less than that and I do think that it will pop up to a high weekly pivot around 97 and for those uh, who are long-term investors AMD is definitely still at a good price point for a long-term investors people have said that the target price for this should at least be um, over a hundred um, so that's my tidbit about long-term investing in AMD I did enter into a new swing trade today with Phantom Pharmaceuticals PHAT I entered into this swing because of the huge drop it did it did follow the strategy that um, that I look at and it met all of the requirements that I had the biggest drop actually came yesterday but seeing it stabilized today made me feel like this is gonna be a good long-term swing because it has such little volume I really went in only small size on this trade again because I don't want to have my cash tied up for too long and I am expecting this to be a much longer term swing trade. I have buy levels down at 32.23 so I'll probably scale a little bit more in at that level and my first target to sell this is at 37.28 and then my uh, target goal is 40.45 and I do feel strongly that it will get there but like I said this is going to be one of the longer um, held tickers that I trade because of the low volume and it pains me to get into low volume uh, trades like this but I didn't see anything else that I liked this morning and so uh, I went ahead and entered into this swing trade it also kind of represents to me this idea that if I don't take a new trade every day you know I get a little bored and sometimes I need to challenge myself not to enter into to a new trade. So I definitely failed that challenge today as now I'm in with fat, P-H-A-T, but um, it is just something interesting to think about as day traders and swing traders, the biggest struggle is your own, right? So it's very difficult to have mental control with these elements to, again, not be uh, concerned, not panic sell, and 
friends to not panic buy and obviously you know don't fall into any type of boredom because then you know you'll buy tickers like this one with very low volume and that's everything for today please remember that it's a shorter trading week we only have two more days left to trade that's Wednesday and Thursday since the market is closed on Friday as always I will be live streaming the podcast tomorrow on Wednesday and then of course not on Friday this week because the market is closed and as we head into 2021 remember to keep your account safe do not enter into trades without a plan learn from my mistake and avoid those tickers with low volume and if you have to wait to enter into another day trade or swing trade until 2021 then we need to just be patient and wait so please plan your trades and trade your plan.